Are you a business owner who's fed up with feeling like the world thinks you have to be a boss, babe, CEO, whatever the hell that is, or hustle 24-7 in order to be taken seriously? If so, welcome to Life in Business, the podcast for women just like you who want to find a slow and steady way to grow your business that's built around genuine work-life balance, not a multi-million pound empire. I'm your podcast host, Libby Langley, business coach and mentor, solopreneur, soul trader, cat mama, and diehard advocate of doing less to achieve more. In Life in Business, I'm going to share with you how to make small but effective tweaks, how to be confident in your business decisions, how to say no to things you think you should be doing, and how to make a healthy and guilt-free profit doing exactly what you love the most without working 14 hours a day. Get ready to make your dreams come true. Here's this week's episode. Hello, welcome to episode one of Life in Business. I'm Libby Langley and today I want to tell you the story of how this podcast came about. It really is the story of my life in business and it will, as always in this podcast, includes lots of lessons for you and advice on ways that you can make life easier, simpler, and business just more joyous. One of the reasons that I started this podcast was to make a difference to business owners just like you. The thing is, there's an awful lot of pressure on us, particularly on women, uh, to be everything and do everything and have everything. You know, we need to be the boss babe CEO. <laughs> we need to be super moms. We need to be fabulous, God, skinny, beautiful, bleh, whatever. And I really hate all that. And I think that social media is really part of the problem. Um, so this podcast is your safe space away from social media. It's a safe space where you and I can just talk quietly about business and you're not having to compete with anybody else or feeling you never have to compete, feeling like you have to compete with other people, feeling like you have to be shiny, like you have to be polished. This is your weekly dose of realism that none of that matters. And who you are right now is, quite frankly, just a beautiful person. <laughs> Whatever social make, social media makes you feel, it isn't real. And so this podcast will help you to reframe the way you feel, to do business in a gentle, kinder, more self-caring kind of way. And that will help you to not only be better in business, but it would also help you to make more money. And we'll talk about that a lot in future episodes, but in a guilt-free and way that you're comfortable with. And it will also help you to be less frazzled and to be the best version of you that you can be because it's taking it's going to take something off your plate. And I'm really passionate about that. One thing that I truly believe in in business and with my clients is that doing less does bring about more. And that is, again, something we will talk about a lot in future episodes. So I'll say it now at the top. If that sounds like your kind of thing, then please make sure that you subscribe and follow this podcast so that you don't miss any future episodes. So today I want to tell you about the story of kind of how we how we got here, how we're here together today. Um, if I'm in your ears, 
while you're lying frazzled on the bed with a wet towel over your (laughs) forehead, or you're walking the dog, or you're in the car, or you're in the bath or wherever you are, then um, I'm very glad to be in your ears. So the reason I started my business um, back in December 2011 was I'd always wanted to work for myself. I'd had a brief stint of it a few years before that, maybe about 15 years ago now, for a year or so. But actually, largely, I'd been a career person. I'd, I I was a kind of ice queen. I mean, they used to call me that in my last career job. I was focused. I worked hard. I wore the suits. I wore the heels every day. And I was a bit of a, you know, boss, babe, CEO. I don't know about the babe, but, you know, I was a bit of a boss bitch to get ahead because I think that that's what I thought we had to do. And I know there's a lot of perpetuation of that still on social media, but it's it's not true. But I was younger then and I was in a career and I worked in education. I worked in further education in the college and I was responsible for the commercial training side. So I got trained as a tutor, an adult tutor there. And I also did my MBA dissertation in social media marketing strategy and corporate communication, which yes, is every bit, every bit as sexy as it sounds. And then it got to the point where because I was a commercial person in an education world, there was, um, how do I put it? There was a disconnect there and this came to a head and I walked out. Simple as that. You know, it's hard to kind of believe really that I did that because I'd been there for a few years and it was a great job and I had a really good salary. All the perks that come with public sector employment. Um, but yeah, I walked out and I never went back. And during that transition period, what I did was use my contacts and connections. And this is going to be a recurring theme of of throughout the episodes of this podcast is about the people around you. And what I did was I'd done a lot of networking while I was working at the college. And so I knew a lot of people and a lot of those people had their own businesses because when you go to networking events, it generally is people who have their own businesses. And so I remember having lunch with a few of these people and saying, do you reckon I can make a couple of grand a month training people how to use social media and how to be better in business? And the universal response was, yeah, of course you can. And what's interesting about that, that I remember very clearly saying, do you think I can make a couple of grand a month doing this? And that was less than probably about half, that would have been about half the salary I was on at the time back in 2011. But right from the start, for me, taking that step back from the corporate world, from my career, was not about the money. It was about the freedom of time, the experience, being able to spend more time doing the things I want, working fewer hours and just building a life that suited, you know, suited me at the time and my, um, my husband at the time. And that was, that was really quite important for me. And that's worth noting that, yes, you can make an awful lot of money in business. No two ways about it. And again, we will talk about that in future episodes. But that doesn't have to be your motivation. What the money brings about um, matters. But for most of my clients, the money itself isn't a driver. It's the working two to three days a week, the fewer hours, the managing your own time. Those things are what's important. And certainly that was that was for me. So it was through the network that I'd already built up that I got the, 
I don't know, validation that I would be able to do this. And and I did. And right from the start, I earned money. I earned a massive £127 in my first month of trading, December 2011. And it went up from there. And it went on from there. But I earned from, from day one. And one thing that I did do that is important and I will never stop telling people is important is I got support. I got support from the start and I was naive in the world of business. Absolutely. And so one of the places I got support was HMRC. They were running a series of how to start a business workshops locally. And I went and I learned about profit and loss, which was incredibly useful. And and actually, this was in the period after leaving my job before I started my business. So I had a, a couple of months of uh, being sick, off sick. <laughs> uh, and so it was in that time that I, that I accessed support like that. So HMIC were really helpful. I've no idea if they still run those workshops and they're probably horribly outdated. But when I knew, I knew nothing, it was a good place to start. And I did lots of training. I'd done my um, uh, tutor training, adult tutor training while I was at the college. And I also got coaching. So I joined a coaching, a British national coaching program for entrepreneurs that was a year or so into my business. And that was really useful because then I met lots of like-minded people and found out what other people were doing in business and learned things like email systems and how to set up funnels and different ways to use social media. And I say I've been teaching social media for a long time, since 2009, actually. Um, but hearing the way other people experienced it was really important. So surrounding myself with these other like-minded business owners, entrepreneurs from all, all different businesses was incredibly useful. And I also started going to international conferences, which the first one I went to, Social Media Marketing World in 2013, I think February 2013, over in San Diego. I'd only been in business for just over a year. And this was expensive to get to because San Diego is 11 hours flight away. And also the conference itself and the time out of the business. But right from the start, I knew that investing in myself and investing in my business was an important thing to do. And again, that's something that I can't, I can't tell you enough. You know, choose the right conference, choose the right coach, choose the right support and, and do invest in yourself because it does make a huge, huge difference right from day one. Because how can you possibly know all these things by yourself? We can't. We absolutely can't. And there's a big, big difference. And this is important. I want you to remember this. There is a big, big difference between finding someone and following someone on Instagram or finding and following lots of people on Instagram and having their conflicting views and not really knowing anything about their businesses and perhaps getting overwhelmed with the amount of stuff that's being said versus going to an event going to a conference, actually working with a coach, because then it's more of a two-way conversation. So you'll be able to talk to people, connect with people, make convers- have conversations with people and get actual tailored support or tailored answers to your questions. And there is, there is a difference there. So stopping the scroll and yeah, going old school to an event is, is well worth doing. And the networking like I said, when I started my business, it was because of the people I'd met previously through networking that I kind of thought, do you know what, I can do this. And networking is something I've continued to do. 
for the 11 years since 2011 when I started. And it's how I meet like-minded people. Yes, I sometimes get clients through through networking. And I, over the years, I've got a huge amount of clients and business through networking. But it's always been, for me, my primary motivation for networking has always been going out and finding, plugging my own gaps. So finding the people who know about the things that I don't. So I can talk to them or I can recommend them to clients or I can learn from them. And just knowing that there is a whole world of other business entrepreneurs out there is really, really powerful. And one thing that I've always found is that because you're starting from the same standpoint, so you're both in business, you can kind of skip a lot of the small talk and you can talk straight away about the things that matter to you and the, and the issues that you have. And they will, they understand, you know, somebody else in business understands like I understand, you know. So it, that so networking does make a huge difference to be able to to grow your business, but you need to find the right one for you or the right event for you. So I'd been in business for a couple of years, a few years, and I yeah about eighteen months I'd been in business and I got my first staff member because one of the things I was told back then was that in order to be successful I needed to build a team. That was kind of the the thing that was going about then. So 2013-ish we are now. And to be successful, you needed to build a team. So I built a team and I was incredibly busy. Back then, as well as working with businesses on their business, so business coaching in, in its early form, I also did a lot of social media management for companies. And I'd got up to something like 40 accounts, 40 businesses. And that's an insane amount of work. So I got a team member and I didn't outsource. I employed someone, I actually employed someone. So I got an office, employed someone, then I employed someone else, then I employed someone else, and then I employed someone else. So there was a team of five of us at its height and we were really successful. The turnover of the business was big. Uh, so yeah, it when depending on what figures you put forward, the business was successful. Profit-wise, not so great because having an office and having staff is really expensive. And I was actually making less profit than I had done when it was me at home on my own. That first month, £127 in that first month, pretty much all profit. But once I'd built to a, quote, successful business of a team of five, then yeah, the profit wasn't there. So to me, that's a less successful business. It's a shiny um uh, what's the word that I'm thinking of? Superficial business. And I wasn't happy. So I went one of my trips out to America to social media marketing world. I kind of confessed to some of my business buddies out there that it that I just wasn't happy. And I was basically becoming a manager, like I'd been a manager of the job that I'd left. And someone said to me, why don't you stop doing that then? And it was just like a light bulb was had gone on for me. And I'm, oh, yeah. So I came home, I made my staff redundant, which was a terrible, terrible time. Really awful. But thankfully, I'm still friends with them. And they completely understood. And they knew that I'd made the decision for me. And they respected that, which I'm forever grateful for. And I gave up my office and I moved back home. So it was, it was a difficult time. But I'd realized a lesson relatively early on in my business there that actually building the business for you is what matters. Not the business you should be building, the business that you want. And I'd started this business 
because I wanted more time, more freedom to work less. And all I'd done really is created the same model as I'd left. So I started again. And that was that was a tough period in my business, the middle years, as I call them. And I I got divorced. I sold my house, all sorts of things. It was, it was, um, yeah, it was a really difficult time in business, in life, and which made it difficult in business. And even though I downscaled my business, as, as you can imagine, as you may well have been through yourself, I'm sure you've been through yourself. It's really hard when you work for yourself and life is not going quite as you planned, then that is, it impacts your business. It does because you're human and you are your business like I am my business. And so it's difficult. So it was a really, really difficult time. And I went through an assortment of wobbles and wondered about getting a job and actually kind of went into into the um, corporate world for a bit in that I took on some quite big contract work for marketing business um, strategy work. Which, you know, I might as well have got a job, right? I, I had these contracts, but they they took away the freedom and flexibility. But I would profit wise great. So it was it was the middle years were difficult were difficult years and I, I think I kind of floundered really there. But then actually the pandemic allowed me to refocus on what I really wanted. I mean, by then I was remarried, wonderfully happily remarried. And the pandemic hit and it was like there was a bit of breathing space. And I know it was a very terrible, it was a terrible time for a lot of people, but the quiet that it brought about allowed headspace that isn't normally there because there's stuff going on. But when you can't go out and you can't do anything, you do just spend a lot more time thinking about what you what you want to do. And that that was a good thing for me. So what I did for during the pandemic. And so the last three years, I suppose, I've now been going through this transition. And this is, this is how we've ended up here today together. I decided that I didn't want to do the corporate work. Some of the contracts were changing because of the pandemic and a lot of businesses were closing down, um, temporarily shutting down. And so the, the hours were changing on that. And actually, do you know what? It was with relief that I stepped away from that work. And I am forever grateful for the opportunities that it gave me, but it it, it had run its course. And I, I knew that it wasn't the business that I wanted. I didn't want to be a consultant. I wanted to be a coach to business owners. And I spent time building up a group program, a business and marketing coaching program. And to be able to run, to go fully online. I mean, I've always worked online. I ran a BTEC in social media, oh goodness me, nearly a decade ago, and that was all online. So I'm, I was no no stranger to the online world, but I was aware that the pandemic brought about a shift change in ev- the way everybody thinked and worked, thought and worked, thinked, thought and worked. So I set up a, a group marketing business coaching program, which I ran with success. But I found it frustrating because in a group setting, I found that I couldn't make as much difference as I could one-to-one. 
And whilst the program was successful and people got, you know, lots of testimonials, um, people really delighted with the support that they'd got and the transformation it had made to them and their businesses. For me, it was a bit unsatisfactory. And it's a bit of a dichotomy that really, because if you've got happy clients, but you're not happy, there is always going to be a part of you that says, yeah, but if the clients are happy and it's bringing in money, then I stick with it. But I still, I I will challenge you on that and say, but why are you in business? You're in business to make yourself happy, to follow your dreams, to make your visions a reality, to, to manifest the life that you want. And even if something is successful, if you're not happy with it, you need to change it. And so that's what I did. <laughs> so I decided to close my group program in 2022. And I absolutely focused on one-to-one coaching because one-to-one I love. I can, working with my clients one-to-one, I can see that one sentence I've said is the one sentence that they needed to hear that will change everything for them. And then working longer term, you can, you can do, you can do lots of one sentences and it's so rewarding for me and I'm able to invest a lot more energy and support to an individual who, who really wants to, who's really serious about changing their business and finding an easier and kinder and gentle way to work. And I love that. And they invest in me, their time and their money. And I invest in them in wanting them to grow and develop. And it's wonderful. It, it's, it's mutually very satisfying and I absolutely love it. So I said no to, I said goodbye to my group, which again was tough and focused on one-to-one. And I got really, really clear with the kind of people that I wanted to work with. And before, I mean, I've taught people about niching in business for over a decade, but it is sometimes quite difficult to, mentally difficult to say, do you know what? I really only want to work, I really prefer to work with women in business. And I, I like to work with women who work on their own. So they're sole traders, solo, solopreneurs, single business owners. And that I like to work with people who are midlife. And that that's quite a difficult thing to come out and say sometimes because you are excluding so many people. But that's the best way to grow your business is to, is to be specific like that. So I got really clear on that. And I found new ways. I knew that I needed to find new ways to connect with this audience. And I, like you, have ongoing frustrations with social media. I mean, it was the lifeblood of my business for so many years. I built my business on Twitter, (laughs) built my business on social media and taught social media. And like I say, my MBA dissertation is about social media marketing strategy. So social media is being a big thing for me. But I also I have a love hate relationship with it. And when I first taught my Facebook, when I taught my first Facebook and Twitter workshops back in 2009, it was a different place. You know, you could put out a post on Facebook and make 1500 quid by the end of the week without anybody from one post easily without any effort and any real audience. It was a whole different ballgame. But now there are so many platforms, the algorithms are difficult to crack. There's a lot of noise. Is more and more and more that you need to do. And it's tough. So I knew whilst I have a good social media following and an engaged audience on Instagram at Libby Langley, come check me out, come say hi. I knew that I needed to find new ways to connect with my 
really clearly defined audience. And so, hello, hi, here you are on Hence the Podcast. And hence the book. My book is coming out also called Life in Business. That's coming out in early 2023. But these are new avenues. These are new marketing streams. These are new ways to connect with people for me. And not having all my eggs in the social media basket. I've always done email marketing as well, but the social media basket being the volatile world that it is, it feels like a really intimate way to be able to connect with you and support you and help you. So I'm really delighted that you're here today. And I thank you very much for that. So what I would say is that life in business isn't easy. It just it isn't easy. There's no way of sugarcoating that. Some days are really shit and sometimes things are really hard, but there is a reason for doing it. And that is to have more freedom, to have more flexibility, to be the queen of your own destiny, to be able to control the way that you do things and how much you earn and the hours that you work. And that is so powerful, so powerful. Even though business is hard and business is tough and yeah, sometimes you'll cry, the things that you learn along the way are part of the overall experience. The journey is as important as the end goal. And again, this is something that I will talk about. I'll talk about quite a lot. The goal, the end goal is the thing to have in your head, but every day brings about some joy of being in your own business and losing sight of that is really sad because then you might as well have a job, you know? <laughs> so I'll be talking a lot more about all of the things that I've touched on today in future episodes. But today was about introducing myself to you in a bit more detail and telling, you know, explaining how we got here, why we're both here together, and really what it means to me and what I want to be able to support you with through this podcast. So to make sure that you don't miss anything, please follow the podcast and subscribe uh, so that you don't miss any future episodes. And if I could ask you a favor, I know we're new together, but if I could ask you a favor, if you've enjoyed today and you felt supported by listening to this and you know there's going to be some good stuff coming up in the future, if you would screenshot this and share it on your social media with a link of how to listen, that would be really great because the more people together that we can help um, through this podcast, then the better the world is going to be. And if you tag me, if you share anything, then please tag me on social media. I'm at Libby Langley pretty much everywhere. So you'll be able to find me. So thank you ever so much for joining me today in this first episode of Life in Business. I hope you've enjoyed it and you've got some nice gems there to help you think about the way that you do business in the future. And I'm going to see you next week. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Life in Business. Please make sure you subscribe or follow so you don't miss any future episodes. If you enjoyed today's show, please leave a review as it helps others to find the podcast and spread the word that there is an easier way to do business. If you want to chat with me about today's episode or suggest a topic for the future, I'd love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram at Libby Langley. See you next week.